Welcome back to Bat Rankings. Come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. There, there was Anthony in this episode. There was Anthony. But not the Anthony we wanted. Wrong Anthony. Wrong Anthony. But it counts. I, 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 I am excited that <laughs> we, we get to use that name. It was an Anthony. And <laughs> you know what? We're, we've been suffering from such a dearth of Anthony for so long. I, I feel like we got to take what we can get at this point. I got genuine uh, goosebumps uh, when they said the name Anthony. And I was like, yes! <laughs> Ah, so we're we're back on a on a pretty regular weekly deal here. Yeah. Getting our getting our recordings in, getting our backlog built back up. Uh, in, in spite of the holidays, we're recording this in mid December and just holiday stuff everywhere. That's right. This will probably air way past Christmas, but uh, yeah, by a week or two, probably oh, okay. It'll probably be you know like early to mid January by the time this comes out. Well, so. still, happy, I'm going to say then, happy holidays, everybody. Yep. Um, it'll be post holidays, but uh, still, <laughs> I hope you're all enjoying your and getting all your your festivities and your gifts and your relaxation and yeah. watching all those movies. Yeah, we watched Elf last night. Oh, you know, I've never, I've still never gotten all the way through that movie. The uh, I saw it in the theaters, but the power went out halfway through. Oh, and, for real? Yeah. Didn't this happen the last time we were talking? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> happened at. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was a power. I think it was a projector issue. I don't know. Oh, it was, okay. But yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, during the the climactic, I don't know, reunion between Will Ferrell and his dad or something. Yeah, okay. started getting hinky and. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, that happened to me for Jurassic Park three, <laughs> and uh, they gave us a free coupon, and I I foolishly went back and tried to finish Jurassic Park three, and I did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's my least favorite of the Jurassic Park films, <laughs> but it's the only one that I haven't seen. But I've seen you know the clip where the the velociraptor talks to alan yeah, and i mean after that it's infamous, infamously terrible i mean <laughs> that scene alone is just the internet just loves ripping it apart but <laughs> honestly a lot of it just felt uh, mundane it's very vanilla the dinosaurs just look kind of boring they try to introduce uh, uh like a a dinosaur that would kill the T-Rex so it's even mightier. Oh. Well, let's face it, kids like T-Rexes. Nobody, T- nobody cares about the Spinosaurus. T-Rexes are pretty good. Yeah, T-Rex is cool. Yeah. But anyway, that was... <laughs> <laughs> well, there were no T-Rexes in this episode. There was not, but before we do this... Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's my first time that I get to give you a gift. Hey! Merry Christmas, my friend. All right. On first time on the program, we've been friends for many, many years, yes. and we've given each other many, many gifts. But let's see you, what we got here. You really here. enjoyed that pearl necklace I gave you. <laughs> well, it reminds me of Martha Wayne. <laughs> it is a gray ghost T-shirt. Very nice, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's got like uh, like the the silhouette with the the smoking gun and the the glowing goggle eyes very cool thanks buddy you're very welcome my friend <laughs> that's awesome i was uh hoping to find the the invisible man one they don't have a shirt for that but great ghost <laughs> yeah <laughs> very cool yeah buddy Thank you that's awesome you're welcome my friend well merry christmas one and all yes yes are you all wearing your sweaters i hope so <laughs> but you know who isn't wearing a sweater no he he was and then it got ripped to shreds that'd be our good friend anthony romulus oh yes. i segued yeah you did it <laughs> so we open up 
Well, we, we have our title card with a guitar sting. Yeah! The music throughout this episode, I'm sitting here, somebody uh, working under... Uh, my... my 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 brain is is wanting to say Andrea Romano, but she's the um, but she's the, she's voice, the voice director, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, Shirley Walker, yes, yeah. Either Shirley Walker or somebody working under her did the music for this episode and said, "What if this was? What if just Batman music had all kinds of overdriven guitars?" It felt like a, a slasher flick, you know, like a horror uh, film from the eighties nineties era. I, oh, see, I was I was thinking the other way. Somebody watched this episode and said, "What if every episode had this soundtrack?" And that was the soundtrack to Batman Beyond. Oh, really? Just way more electric guitar because that that's what it sounded like to me. I'm sitting oh, here like, man, okay. this this episode is like. Like somebody plucked <laughs> the soundtrack of Batman Beyond and used it for one episode of the that's, animated that's series. That's funny. I can see that now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Beyond had a little more techno to it. It did. It did. Whereas this was just straight guitars. But I think it works for this in the context. It's a, This is like a, a horror. We both, I thought of X-Files. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of had an X Files vibe. It's a Monster of the Week episode. Yeah, very you know classic Hammer horror, very Halloweeny. Yeah, uh, here in December, January, by the time this yeah. episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but we open up on. See, I was confused at first. I thought this was happening at the zoo because we see a zoo guard. Right. But he's, I guess, just still wearing his guard uniform after work. He is walking his dog in a park. Yeah. And he gets attacked by a straight-up werewolf. Yes. <laughs> Just jumping out of the bushes. No sweater, but wearing pants. Because as we all know, anytime anything transforms, the shirt is the first thing to go, but the pants always stay. They gotta stay on. Yeah. It's still a children's cartoon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the werewolf comes out of nowhere, attacks him. Yep. Uh, but Batman just happens to be strolling along. Yeah, I guess just doing his nightly patrol. Jumps in into the scene, feet first, giving a jump kick to this werewolf's face. They have a little fight, but uh, the werewolf chucks the guard into the river. Yeah. Uh, so Batman has to dive in and save him, and the werewolf gets away while Batman's doing that. He pulls him out of the river and says, well, you're a lucky man. Uh, John Hamner. Thank you. And... Uh, that's the end of it for now. <laughs> yeah. We cut to Commissioner Gordon uh, talking to Helen on the phone. Helen gets a rude hang-up. Batman just... Okay, so uh, kids in the audience, back in the day, we had something called landline phones. Yes. And they had a little switch that that... Okay, so back in the day, there were two pieces to a telephone, the base unit, and then the handset that you held up to your head to speak into... And when you were done, you hung the handset up on a little switch that would hang up. That's where that term comes right? from. It would end the phone call. But somebody like Batman could just press the little switch and end the phone call prematurely, which is what Batman does to poor Helen. She gets hung up on poor and Helen. doesn't know why. Poor Helen. Yeah. And, and Gordon, quite rightly, I think, says, I wish you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, now he's going to have to apologize to Helen next time they talk. Explain to her what happened. It's a big hassle. Uh, they, they, they talk about the incident at the... Not... Yeah, at the park. Yeah, at the park. But and uh, the, the closest thing that Gordon can come up with in the police records in his little computer is, well, uh, I don't have anything about assailants in werewolf masks, 
But this guy did work for the zoo, and just last Friday, two timber wolves were stolen from the Gotham Zoo. And just before Batman exits, he finds some wolf hair yeah. on his uh, on his costume, puts it in his utility belt, and Commissioner Gordon's like, what's, what's going on? And Batman says, I just had a disturbing thought. What if that guy wasn't wearing a mask? And Commissioner Gordon just looks. Now, obviously, Batman's ducked out of the window, yeah. doing his typical disappearance act. But I immediately thought of Mulder and Scully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gordon gives him a very nice side the, eye. The skeptic, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we cut to the gymnasium. Yes. Uh, well, first we cut to uh, first we cut to Dr. Milo. Oh, that's, yep. Milo is back. Yep. You might remember him from Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> yep. Uh, he was the evil uh, yeah. virus-making dog guy. Yeah, working for <laughs> uh, working for Daggett at the time. He has apparently gone solo at this point. He's, he's working for himself. At this point. <laughs> One would hope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the werewolf Milo's sitting in his little office. And the werewolf busts through the door. Yeah. It's open. <laughs> yeah. But no. Knocks, just... knocks down about half of this wooden shack thing that Milo has set up his office in. This is uh, the first of at least two times in this episode that the werewolf will just knock down a <laughs> shoddily built wooden shack uh, in this, I guess, construction site area. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't uh, totally sure. Maybe it's. Later on in the episode, there's an Olympic stadium. Maybe that's the stadium being deconstructed. Yeah, know. it seems like it. I I like to think that Milo chose this spot as a hideout specifically because it has multiple wooden shacks. Because this werewolf's going to just knock them down. Yeah. Save yourself the trouble of building them up every time and just, just choose a place with a bunch of wooden shacks. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, as soon as he comes up to Milo, Milo has a stopwatch. Yep. And he's like, oh, you just made it. And that's when the transformation uh, begins from wolf to man. Yes. He turns into someone who will be introduced to us as Anthony Romulus. Anthony! Anth oh, Romulus. Oh, oh, it's, oh. It's, not, it's not our Anthony. Just let me have this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's this uh, unibrow, sporting, uh, very, even in his human, non-wolf form, very muscular. Turns out he's an Olympic athlete. And some pseudo-celebrity, too. Yeah. Uh, he's voiced by Harry Hamlin. And it's funny because throughout the episode, Batman will call him Harry. <laughs> <laughs> because he's Harry. You get it? Ah. You get it? Uh, Harry Hamlin from L.A. Law and Mad Men. He's a, you know, good-looking uh, classic actor. Uh does a great job. I thought he was very good, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He, he did his job. So that's that's when we. Uh, so Milo and and Mr. Romulus here uh, uh, pass a few words back and forth. Uh, it turns out this was specifically a hit against Hamner, the zoo guard. Uh, and Milo instructs him, well, since Batman got in the way of you taking care of him, we're just gonna have to take care of Batman. And this is when we cut to the gym where apparently Romulus and Bruce Wayne are workout partners. Yeah. Uh, but I guess he hasn't been there very often. And Bruce even says, like, where you been? Yep. And uh, Mr. Uh, Anthony, I almost said Mr. Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony says, well, you know, I've been busy coming up with, you know, deals, etc. But I'm going to write a check to charity. Yep. Two if, and a half million dollars. If Batman himself picks up the check. 
And so that's pretty much the, the scene. Bruce Wayne is like, okay, so I yeah. guess I got to do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have another little scene with... Uh, Felt like padding Batman and Alfred chilling in the Batcave, comparing notes, recapping, I guess, everything that's happened in the episode in case you're just tuning in after the commercial break. And then Batman heads to pick up the check where uh, Romulus gasses him with knockout gas. Yep. Milo walks into the scene and this is where we get our big exposition dump flashback that sets up how Romulus became a werewolf in the employ of Milo. So, yeah, Anthony was an uh, Olympic athlete, wanted to win. It's not the Olympic Games, the The Autumn Autumn Games. Games. Yeah, It's the same difference. Uh, (laughs) Steroids, obviously, they test for that, but Milo has something that combines Timberwolf DNA T- or whatever. Timberwolf estrogen, Est- specifically. Est- oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> estrogen? Est- estrogen doesn't work that way. No. Th- that is the... That is the uh, if, <laughs> if you want to develop female sec- secondary sexual characteristics, that's when you might want to take some estrogen. If, if you're hoping to build muscle mass, you probably want testosterone. I didn't notice that. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Holy shit. Yeah, that was a really weird... You're getting your science wrong there. Uh, I mean, it, science fiction is always gobbledygook, but at least put in some kind of believable gobbledygook, yeah. you know. <laughs> but, yeah, the science is is real jumbled in this episode <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> because Anthony Romulus gets what he wants. He's a dope Olympic athlete and wins all the games, and then he he doesn't want to pay up to Milo. And that's when he turns into this sort of half-wolf creature. It does happen during the, the full moon. Yep. And Milo says, you are, now in, you are now afflicted with lycanthropy, also known as werewolfism. But the half version of it. Yeah. It can't be cured, but if we give you more of this stuff and complete the transformation for some reason... You gotta, the only way out is through. You gotta go all the way wolf before I can cure your wolfiness. And so Romulus takes another serum. Another dose, yep. And turns full on werewolf. Full hair, uh, jaw extended, you know, ears that are pointy, the whole nine, nine yards. Yep, but he's also now feels incredible pain. And Milo says, and if you ever want that pain to go away, you will do exactly what I say. Yeah. And apparently what he said was let's steal some wolves from the zoo which is okay this is already confusing cuz he needed more wolves but he already dosed him with timber wolf estrogen so apparently he already had some wolves and now needs more wolves what did he need the the other two wolves for I don't, I'm I don't, confused yeah you would think he would use them to steal money <laughs> yeah know? or something you know, your typical batman villain thing like go rob a bank you're yeah. a big werewolf now. Go do it. Yeah, I don't know what Milo's goal jewels. is here. <laughs> Very confusing. Also, if the whole thing is... I mean, sh- the whole estrogen thing makes zero sense, but I will buy comic book logic yeah, that, you know, something from a wolf could turn a human into a wolf. Sure, okay, I'll buy that. What's the end game here? Is Milo is he is he doing an island of Doctor Moreau thing too? Like no, Dorian? I, is I he think, just is he just into this now? Is this his thing? I don't think so. I think he did the he wanted Romulus to be his lackey to do whatever he wanted him to do. I'm sure there were going to be more schemes, and what better assume. than have a, a a werewolf that 
has to do your bidding. I guess. So, <laughs> like you said, it's a thin. It's a thin. Yeah, line. it's 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 iffy. <laughs> so we we cut to. Uh, well, uh, we cut to this arena stadium where Batman is shackled down. They could have just shot him while he was unconscious. Or unmasked him. Yep, but decided not to do this. Nope. They've decided to wait for... Well, yeah, this is the other thing. They're waiting. Uh, Romulus and Milo are waiting for the full moon to come out so that Romulus will wolf out. Wait, if he gets turned into a wolf by getting wolf stuff shot into his veins... What does the moon have to do? Like, they're jumbling up their science and their supernatural in a really strange way here. Why does the moon turn him into a wolf if he was turned into a wolf by science? I don't know. But, I mean... I'm so confused. When you think of a werewolf, you think of a full moon. So maybe that's... Were, were the legends of werewolves inspired by some ancient scientist who who somehow figured out how to extract... Timberwolf estrogen and injected him. <laughs> what is going on here? But uh, uh, Batman shackled up and got to wait for the werewolf to to eat him up. I guess. I guess. And we have a little Batman v werewolf fight. We cut at one point from this silly third act fight to Bullock, who another good Bullock episode doing some good detective yeah, work. We found out that uh, the guard that was attacked was actually kind of involved in this whole thing. Yeah, he was on the take. The The two wolves that got stolen from the zoo, uh, Milo or Romulus or somebody bribed him. Uh, Bullock pulled his bank records and found a giant deposit. He got paid off to look the other way and that's why Milo was after him trying to tie up loose ends. Yeah. Uh, this this guard knew too much, so uh, Bullock takes him away, arrests him for his part in this. Uh, meanwhile, a, a bystander hears the scuffle between Batman and the werewolf, wisely elects to call the police. And, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> and the police show up under Bullock's command, and one of the just, like, low-level beat cops is pointing a shotgun at the werewolf... Bullock says, no, 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 no shooting. Let Batman take care of this one for now. And you're sort of left to, like, what? what's your take on this? Was Bullock like, eh, I don't know, maybe Batman can handle it. Was Bullock like, well, maybe, because Bullock doesn't really like Batman. No. Maybe he's just waiting to see who comes out on top and shoot the That's other guy. I think. I think he was kind of like, eh, if this thing kills Batman, great. And yeah. if it doesn't, well, oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, but of course the plausible deniability explanation is, well, if you shoot the werewolf, they're in the middle of this scuffle. You might hit Batman, and that wouldn't be good. It seemed like he was getting enjoyment out of watching the fight, though. So that's yeah. why I think he was like, no, 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 let Batman take care of this. Good, good. Mm. You know? <laughs> but also, at uh, before going after Batman, uh, the, the werewolf turns on Milo yeah. uh, and, and attacks him, knocks him unconscious. So Milo apparently had no plan, had no failsafe, just hoped that this <laughs> crazed werewolf would keep enough of his human judgment to know that Milo has the cure and should not be attacked. Yeah. That didn't work out too well. No. But. And uh, then you get this whole third act, which Batman and a construction site fight 
Yep, fighting werewolf. <laughs> yep. Uh, he, at, at one point, uh, he's doing like trapeze stuff in a wrecking ball, winds up whacking the wolf with a wrecking ball, which then gets struck by lightning. Yeah. And the wolf is flung off into the river. And our little denouement, uh, Bullock exposits to Gordon, well, we dragged the river, we weren't able to find a body. But in another four weeks, there's another full moon. Then we'll know for sure. So Bullock just comes to the conclusion, I mean, correctly, I guess, he is a werewolf. Werewolves happen during the full moon. So, yeah. That's a hell of a leap of logic, Bullock. What is happening? I mean... I think it works for the episode because, yeah. I mean, he was fighting during a full moon, so... I guess. <laughs> and we we close off. We've got another, you know, another couple minutes to kill, so we get a little scene of some some buyers buying Romulus' house, and... But the... <laughs> uh, the, the real estate agent says... Oh, he's no, he's just selling the house. He's not gone. Just just selling the house. He decided to leave town, I guess. And we cut from that to just a silhouette of the werewolf's head howling at the moon. So I I guess he's still out there. And yeah. To be continued, except not because yeah, we, yeah, we will never you see this see guy Anthony again. again. Yep. <laughs> so Kenny <laughs> Did this episode hold up? Uh, I'm gonna say no. But it's not terrible. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's, I like the soundtrack. I like the atmosphere. It is profoundly dumb. Yeah, but yeah, it's it manages to keep moving at a reasonable enough pace. I wasn't really bored. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't a terrible thing. I, I, we watched it. I don't yep. care to rewatch it again. It's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I think the music's the standout. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, it. It probably suffered a little, and it, it's, it's probably good that we <laughs> gave ourselves a week between this and, and Tiger Tiger. If we'd watched them back to back, it they were pretty similar episodes. Yeah, uh, and we've got another coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, it'll be another Man Bad episode. But uh, yeah, lots of uh, animal transformation episodes back to back. Yep. But let's let's see just exactly where this episode sits in our master list of 38 episodes. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with oh, natural man. laws. But many place oh, man. Oh, man. All right. I'm grinning from ear to ear. Like yep. a Cheshire cat. This is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we start, let's get those lab coats on and pants is off. Two-Face, see no evil, Cat in the Claw, but where the gray goes, perchance to dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Claw King, Heart of Steel, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Dreams in Darkness, Tiger Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, POV, Prophecy of Doom, The Cape and Cowl Conspiracy, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Cat Scratch, Fever, and I've Got Batman in My Basement! Woo! Oh! You did it! Woo! Even with that Joker or uh, Riddler one. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Is Moon of the Wolf better or worse than number 30, POV? Pregnant women are smug. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think 
this might be a little better than POV. It's close. This is close. Yeah. You know I like that POV, but I have kind of succumbed to the fact that it is not that great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there there are other episodes where Batman punches mobsters. There are no other episodes with a dumb werewolf. And (laughs) there are other episodes where he punches uh, uh, mutated animal creatures. Yeah, that's fair. Although the music's pretty good in this Moon of the Wolf. And I don't really have any recollection of the POV one. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I think we're close. Yeah, I, I think we. <laughs> yeah, I think we started off pretty close. Thanks, Sergeant and Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Well, is Moon of the Wolf better or worse than number twenty-six, Christmas with the Joker? No. Nope. <laughs> and you know, I know I bring this up every time Christmas with the Joker comes up, but uh, there was no clown tank in here. No Where's clown the clown tank? T- where is it? Please. Someone. Please. Let us know if you have seen that clown tank. It's still the 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 Santa tank, rather. Now the Santa. So we just recently rewatched Christmas right. with the Joker, and the the Santa part rocketed off into the sky, but the tank part is still at large. Yes, and it's out there. We we don't know where. We lost track of it. Uh, yeah, it's. So if maybe he, it's going, it was going northwest when we last saw it. Yeah, but I mean, it could have. Maybe it's direction. going back to the North Pole. Could be. It's coming back at Christmas time. I bet that's it. That could be. It was programmed to become Santa when Christmas night was over. Man. It went home. I think we figured it out. Okay, okay. Okay, so. everyone, Christmas will have come and gone by the time this episode <laughs> comes out. If you saw the Santa tank on Christmas night, let us know. Yes. Did did it crush your house trying to get onto the rooftop? It's too heavy for that, but... Its computer brain may not know that. Did you try to stop it yourself? I hope you didn't. But then again, you might be braver than me. So just let us know in the comments. Please, if if you do not have either military-grade munitions or superpowers <laughs> of your own, do not attempt to combat the tank. <laughs> yes, uh, get the local authorities involved. Yes. Or, 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 the, or the army, the air force, something. But something has to be done. Clearly. That clown tank is just... It's, it's an annual menace. It comes back every year as far as we know. That's our operating theory, but it can only be tested with science. And that's what our show's all about. Yes. So please, <laughs> let us know if you've seen that clown tank. Yes. That's your science. That's your homework. We've done our science, which is to determine that Christmas with the Joker is a better episode than Moon of the Wolf. That's just science. You can't dispute it. No. What you can do, Kenny, is decide, is this episode Night of the Wolf, Moon of the Wolf. Moon of the Wolf. uh, Three Dog Night. uh, (laughs) Is it better or worse than number 27, Mad as a Hatter? An American werewolf in Gotham. Yes. Yeah! (laughs) I think we got a better time. Sorry, what what were you putting it up against? Mad as a Hatter. Mad as a Hatter. I think Mad as a Hatter is better. I agree. Yeah, Yeah. better villain, better story. Yeah. Oh. I, I think this one might have been slightly better paced. Matt is a hatter yeah. kind of... And, I mean, they both had silly, dumb Batman fight third acts. I think I like the third act here better. I'll take Batman fighting a werewolf over Batman 
fighting mind-controlled Alice in Wonderland characters. That's true, but I, I enjoy the whole mind control, how he was on a date. And, uh, yeah, was there was some character there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, well that... Uh, oh, okay. So, in that case, is Moon of the Wolf, better or worse, we're getting real close now, than number 28, Knight of the Ninja. Oh, we got another of the... Yeah. Um, I think I kind of like this one better. Yeah. I would tend to agree. I I don't know. They're they're real close. Yeah. This this one for just being breezily paced and just being a dumb Halloween style yeah. horror movie. I I think as the total package, it's a little better. There were individual parts of Night of the Ninja. I like the Robin stuff. Right. Um. Yeah, it, it it could be kind of fun seeing the flashbacks of young Bruce, but. I think this one was more consistent, even if it was dumber. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that seals it then. Moon of the Wolf is the new number 28, just below Mad as a Hatter and just above Night of the Ninja. Okay. All right. And speaking of Night of the Ninja, looking at what we've got lined up for next week, we have the sequel episode, Day of the Samurai. All right, the volcano one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I remember the volcano. I remember that Kyodai Ken comes back, obviously. I think they actually travel to Japan. They do? And I believe the plot centers around, if I'm remembering right, yeah, like the two... The, the five-finger death palm technique. Right. You have to, like... It's a secret martial arts technique where if you touch somebody in the right spot with your two fingers, they will instantly die. The touch of death. Yeah. Uh, Which is such a dumb kung fu movie idea. Yep. I, I remember... I mean, I was a kid. I was a big Ninja Turtles fan. I remember being super into this. Like, <laughs> as far as I was concerned... Martial arts was magic, and yeah. so I was totally willing to like. Oh my god, there's a place where you can touch somebody where they just fucking die. Yeah, I think I, <laughs> I tried doing this as a joke to you know, touch of death, and then like you know, <laughs> come here, cousin. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see if this works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play this game with you. I said, come here. So yeah, yeah. you're I, a year younger than me, so exactly, I'm in charge of you. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly older than you, so therefore I'm in charge. Now, uh, yeah. let me murder you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah never... If you don't come here and court death with me, yeah. <laughs> I will do something, by golly. Something worse than touching you and maybe dying. I'm an only child, so you're you're as close as I can get to <laughs> a sibling rivalry. Uh, yeah, I remember this episode, and I remember kind of enjoying it. Yeah, so. so we'll see if it holds up next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me on Weiski TV. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter and on twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. You can also sometimes find me on the speed gaming network of Twitch channels. I've been doing uh, match commentating for Link to the Past Randomizer speedrun races. There's a big huge tournament going on right now and will be for months and months and months that's been my my jam lately and it's been lots of fun yeah nice uh and you can always find us here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings you can hit the button you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice you can kick us some money if you feel like it uh and if you don't but you still want to help out the show you can give us a five-star review wherever you happen to listen to us apple Podcasts, spotify google podcasts 
Or just tell a friend about the show. If you know somebody who likes Batman and might like going through the show again with us, just spread the word. Helps us out a whole bunch, and we appreciate it. We do, and thank you very much for tuning in and always giving us uh, your, your, your support and your love. So thank you very much. Absolutely. All right, we will see you next week, guys. Bye!